it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Grounds Crew. I'm your host, Josh Gerson, along with my co-host, Bill Rahm. What's going on, guys? We got a great episode for you today. Um, just a quick one. We're going to be talking about the minor league rules changes that the MLB has just put out um, for the 2021 season. Um, d- very different, you know, a lot of lot of new stuff. So we're going to break it all down for you guys. Uh, the first one on the list that they put out um, is in AAA. They're going to be having larger bases, expanding from 15 inches square to 18 inches. Uh, Presumably to help with runners beating throws, stealing bases, really, things like I, that. I think the way that they're explaining it is they're trying to lessen collisions. Okay. And for the reason that they're doing it to lessen collisions and lessen injuries, I think it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And I hate the rule. The one thing that I would change if I if I were doing an MLB team and I was going to try to do it, do what almost every Little League has and make first base safety bigger. base? And just make the safety base at mm-hmm. first base so that the guy making the play in the field stays in the field, and the guy running down the line has a clean place to run down the line. And you have a and, genuine running And, and now we mm-hmm. won't have some of the big tragic injuries that happen at first base. Mm-hmm. When a guy – I coached a kid years ago who and, – and you know, Logan Coaster. Logan's mm-hmm. uh, Division One pitcher now. He was playing first base. He reached up the line to get a ball. Guy ran into it, fractured all the bones in his forearm. Oh, wow. Gone. Missed a whole season. Wow. Horrible injury. Mm-hmm. And there's so many like that where yeah. guys have collisions at that at, at that spot. And you might want to say, oh, well, it takes away parts of the game. And, it, and Nah, man. I don't think this, it really does. This yeah. is truly injury. By expanding all of the bases to be bigger, mm-hmm. I don't think it helps lessen. It just makes the, the second baseman on a play where he's trying to block the plate, he's just blocking more. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, nope. You can't, you yeah. can't get to this base. This is mine. Well, I mean, if you're talking about like neighborhood play where they're turning double play, it's a little bit easier for them to kick the bag and, and stuff like that. But they're still going to not kick the bag. Right, yeah. Right? They're going to yeah. do the fake, I touched the if bag. Imagine they have more room to not kick the bag. So now so. are you guys also going to hold them more accountable that you have to touch the bag, like which is going to create more drama. Mm-hmm. So like I just didn't get rid of it and just make the yeah, safety bag first. like a kind of useless rule. Yeah, that one, that one, that'll eh. get deleted. Yeah. Uh, next, double A is getting... Uh, they're they're limiting defensive positioning. Everybody's got to be, um, what's it? You got to be inside. You got to have all your infielders inside the dirt line, the boundary between the outfield infield. Um, what else we got? Must have all four players in the infield, um, and you got to have two on each side of the base. I love that. I think that will change the game back to a a, a more diverse offensive collection. Mm-hmm. Right now analytics with guys who only pull to one side sure go ahead and line up but not being able to pass second really goes and limits that shortstop second baseman from doing anything crazy Mm -hmm. and opens the door for more hits that'll make those bigger batting average guys who pull those big power hitters that'll give them a lot better batting average and that's gonna again change the game again and it's gonna open up other things and when you change one rule it makes other things valuable Mm -hmm. so i really really like that one i think mlb should institute that i am fine with shifts and i'm fine with analytics telling us that this guy does it i hate that we go and we make it that we're like just everybody's over here on one side yeah it's kind of annoying you know and and i hear old time guys like oh well just you know hit it the other way hit it the other way (laughs) and it's like Dude, you hit eight home runs and you were a slugger. Like, the game is different. 
It's just you, you, you. That's not going to be. Don't try to make that. That's a. Mm-hmm. That's you being a jerk for yeah. no reason. Like I understand it to some degree, especially you have some great hitters that can you know change their approach and try to go the other way with things. But but nobody think, shifts on those guys. Right. Yeah. It's. I think, like you were saying, it kind of changes. It makes other things more valuable. I think if you have guys back on their uh, respective sides and, and you kind of limit what they can adjust, it makes the home run a little, the home run swing a little less valuable. You go back to guys who want to just kind of get base hits and play that kind of game. It enhances a guy like Jeff McNeil or DJ LeMahieu who can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Right? It allows those guys to have even more value because they can go all over. Right, and now it also will enhance their power numbers and some of the the, the other things that they have mm-hmm. because even if they start to get a little pull, they don't have to worry about any types of shifts. Any yeah. it, it it makes those guys ex- exceptionally more valuable. And the big pull guy, I I'd like to see them hit for average more. Yeah, you know, but they they have to hit it over the fence. If there's 12 guys standing on one side yeah. of the field, like, I saw the picture from whatever uh, game uh, it was a playoff game at uh, against the Astros, and they had like seven of the eight guys on the right side. It was wild. I don't know who was hitting, but it was a crazy picture. And and that's my thing, right? Like at that point in time, the guy knows he cannot go oppo. Yeah. That's not his. And the pitcher pitchers can define where they want you to hit the ball. Right. Right. I can if if I pitch you right outside, a, a guy theoretically should have the ability to go the other way with it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm pitching you inside, it's going to be very very difficult for you to put any kind of power into a ball going opposite, right? It's it's not what you're taught when you're taught how to hit, yep. right? Inside pull, right? So if a pitcher is pitching a guy inside, his only option is now. To, to get any kind of to hit on that ball is to put it where there's too many defenders. Mm-hmm. So what is his option? Hit it over all of them. Yep. So now it leads to the home runs. By taking it away, that guy might play more situationally and try to just hit the ball because he's not at a stark disadvantage. Yep. So I, I love that rule, and I hope it makes its way to the MLB as soon as possible. Yeah. All right, next thing. This is for high A. Pitchers are going to have to step off the rubber to pick off. There's no more turn and fire to first base um, anymore. I don't know how I feel. You're a about pitcher. That. You gotta give me what. I think it, it's it's a huge disadvantage for pitchers. Huge. You pretty much can't pick anybody off. Anybody who's even remotely competent has some kind of one way lead where you're just going back to the bag. You're never gonna get them. So what are you gonna get more? Uh, stolen bases. So again, that changes the game, does right? That, does that bring back Yadi Molina's value? We were talking about it's, last episode. That, that's perf- perfect example. They're changing the game, just like how right now the NBA is trying to discuss how do we change the game because it's become that everybody's only taking three-point shots. Yep. Right? How do we get – my opinion, they should allow a dunk to be worth three points. Any dunk that happens, three points. Mm-hmm. So now what do you have to do? You can't let the a guy just go in and dunk. You have to – Tighten up. That's going to make guys shoot threes. Mm-hmm. If guys start shooting threes and you expand out, I can bring my center back in. He can get easy dunks. It allows you to have a diverse collection of offensive styles, not just one. Same thing here. I think this opens up that you can build a team different ways. Guys who were starting to lose value can gain value. I I, I know pitchers hate it. Don't let a guy on base. That was your Fair job enough. in the first place, right? Thanks. So I'm okay with that one. I can take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. But uh, – just don't let a guy on. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, next thing, we got low A. They have the same uh, pickoff limitation. 
They also have a pitch timer and now an automatic strike zone. So automatic strike zone is also something I am very much here for. And I know guys hate it and they're like, it's going to ruin the game. It's going to ruin the, the, the moments that were available and the things. No, it's not. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just going to ruin the times where the moment was wrong. Like when a guy had a, a ball that was called a strike and he's out and it was out of the zone, one side super happy and one side super pissed. Now there's nothing that you can say. Balls and strikes are balls and strikes. The computer knows. Yep. Right? We're going to have a very, very thing. And I think that's also actually going to end up aiding hitters because you're not going to have the bias of an umpire on a pitcher. What always happens? Hey, show a show an umpire that you have control early in the game, and then he'll let yeah, you widen the strike fans. zone oh, yeah. as the game goes on. Because he knows that you were dicing guys up early. Yeah. He, he'll he give you the benefit of the doubt on Especially something. Especially if you're consistent with some pitches. He's going to keep giving it to you. Hey, now, now I have a bigger strike zone. Mm-hmm. That hurts the hitter. Yep. And it's unfair, and it's not regulated. The hitter is always in a situation where his strike zone is at least this size. Mm-hmm. A pitcher has the ability that he can expand it at will based off of what he's doing. So you're effectively changing the rules. And each pitcher has different rules. Hate that. So, so I, that, I am all for the strike zone being automated. Okay, so now flip side, does that devalue your, your catchers who are good at receiving? Y- yes. Like dramatically. Yes. There's no, you don't yes. have to frame anymore. You just catch it where it is. Yes. But again, so I, I like that too, mm-hmm. because you're now valuing something that was a was a, a a stylistic component to the game that maybe didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. But also, I would tell you that it doesn't change the framing all too much. I think there were guys who used to grab it and and get it, and it was. But it looked like it wasn't, and they were able to make sure that a pitch that struck that crossed the strike zone mm. did. You got these loopy 12-6 curves that sometimes look like they're not strikes, but that are. Yeah. Right? Theoretically, mm-hmm. they crossed at the right point. Yep. But because they were so difficult, I know years ago, Roy Oswalt, he had a crazy 12-6 that, that was hard to hit, mm-hmm. but also it was hard to justify if nobody swung. Yep. Was it a strike or a, a ball? Mm-hmm. Right. He relied on the the fact that it was hard to hit to get it called. He didn't. He'd have to throw a different one to get have a get it over uh, curveball. Yep. And now this will be like, no, your curveball is legit, and you struck you cross the zone, hit it. Mm-hmm. So guys who are expert expert craftsmen at pitching will get it. And still, a guy is going to swing at some stuff. So a guy is still going to swing at balls that are out of zone. Yep. Because he was tricked. Mm-hmm. So having a catcher who's good at making sure that doesn't have a pass ball still has value. So it all, all comes down to what you value and what you think is important for the game. Yeah. I think what's important for the game is a pitcher and a hitter having an equal opportunity to do the do their task. Yes. And right now, pitchers have an obscene advantage over hitters in the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I think as an idea, people are there's a lot of friction there, but I think once it is actually implemented at a high level – I think it's an easy adjustment. The Atlantic League has it. Yeah. And this is why it's ending its way into the affiliated league is they've seen the benefits of it for independent professional baseball at a high level, right? The Atlantic League players are anywhere between 
double-A and MLB-level guys. Yeah. You have a lot of guys who get signed out of there to immediately go in and contribute to an MLB roster at the back end. We're not talking super high-level guys who are there all the time. But those indie leagues have shown that this style is better for the game. Mm -hmm. It creates a faster product because balls and strikes are now true balls and strikes. We're not going to have these elongated situations because a guy who keeps a bat on his shoulder and doesn't take it off, guess what? Like... You're get it's if it's a strike, it's a strike. Yep. That thing that's close, you don't get to complain about, and you're you have a good batting average right now. So the umpire's like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. No, you weren't. The the thing in your ear told you to call it a ball. Yep. It's a ball. The thing in your ear told you it was a strike. It's a strike. We're gonna get true baseball. We're gonna get what we actually exactly. always wanted. Yep. Which was a true matchup between a pitcher and a hitter. That's what I want. I don't want the fluff of baseball. Too many unwritten rules. Show me where it's at. Yeah. Play the game. Listen, that that's pretty much the the majority of them. There's some little changes and things for like the super low A teams, just with those last couple that we talked about. Um, but that's what they're implementing for 2021. Definitely curious to see how it, it unfolds there. If, if people like it, don't like it. I think some of them are going to be successful. Um, I think especially the ones we talked about having success. I think I think those are going to be really good. Um, and I think they will make their way to the big leagues within the next couple of years. Um, but we'll see. The only rule I want otherwise universal DH. Yeah. Oh, God. Please, yes. Please. We can get deep into that on another episode. Another episode. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Let us know what you think about the rules, which one you like, don't like. Let us know in the comments, and make sure you like and subscribe. We appreciate it, and we will see you on the next episode. Later. Baseball lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. <laughs>